Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Sans Pants Radio. All the king's horsemen. Hey everyone, happy holidays. Just some live show updates before we start. Our sister show, Plumbing the Death Star, is going on a national tour and tickets are available for our Melbourne, Perth, Canberra, Brisbane, Adelaide and Sydney shows. Just head to sanspantsradio.com slash live for tour dates, information and where to grab your tickets. Also, if you're going to RTX Sydney, use the coupon code SANSPANTS for 5 bucks off the weekend pass. Just head to rtxsydney.com and you might see us there. Hello and welcome to Chapter 2 of Jaren's Outpost Rumble, a D&D is for Nerds adventure. Previously... A riot sort of rippled out throughout the entire city. Fires were started, people were oh, attacked. Oh, is that the riot that started in the Gnomish town? Yeah, it was, oh, that, that, funnily that, enough. That, that. No building in Little Teagle Eye is currently erect. It's going to, like, start from scratch. There's a currently a no-man zone all around the Gnomish perimeter. A gnome man zone? I have roughly a hundred gnomes hiding below us, but we don't have the room or food or resources to keep them. You heard about piss, comma, Greg? (laughs) She gives a pain smile. Public enemy number one. Good. Slowly but surely, the dragon shrinks in size until... You okay there? (laughs) Just fuck me. What are you up to? The dragon (laughs) shrinks in size. How's, uh, How's Papa dealing with that? Not great. He's um in a bit of a fury. He's been personally getting involved. He reaches in up to his elbow and pulls out the soul of um, no one you recognize. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I wanted it to be Skip. <laughs> they don't take you to Erky Timbers. They take you to uh, a makeshift guardhouse that they have constructed mm-hmm. full of their own uh, gnomish town guard. <laughs> Leo and Aurora, you arrive out the front of the Little Low Estate. The... Typical fountain out the front with a a giant sculpture of a female halfling with giant angel wings extending a a horn forward. The water (laughs) spurting out of the horn (laughs) greets you. Literally? Like the statue talks? (laughs) What up? What up? Fuck, you know what? Yeah, the head of the statue turns (laughs) around. And uh, through some sort of magic, the statue announces your presence to the mansion. You have no idea how much that costs. Oh, it's spectacular. Leo Shadow and Periwinkle O'Rourke. And guest. (laughs) And guest. (laughs) Guest. How does it know your names? (laughs) Because we were here before. We were here before. Uh, (laughs) I guess. You guys walk up the really long driveway. Two halflings in suits with knives at their sides greet you. Boys, how you going? Do I know them personally? Yes. Probably not. Damn. Boys, we're here to see uh, Papa Little O. Inside. They gesture. We tether up our ghost horses. They, uh, they, they don't need to be tethered. <laughs> <laughs> They're not tethered at all. <laughs> uh, five black carriages with the horses still hitched to them are... So the driveway ends in one of those, you know, the um, a cul-de-sac, whatever you call yeah, it. horseshoe shape. Yeah, horseshoe shape. And the they're kind of like wrapped around that. You pass by them to get up into the mansion. You're led up, you know, two flights of stairs to the third floor. And the door to Little O's personal office opens up. Little O's behind his desk. He looks tired. Help, evening, evening, afternoon? What is it? Mm, after midday. Afternoon, Papa Little O. 
It's a pleasure to see you. I heard uh, Rosita got injured last night. Is, uh, how, how is she going? She's in bed. Bed rest is all she needs. You, the priest, I could pay you. Um, Keaton says, no need, no need. Um, I don't think I'm really should. I don't think anyone here wants me privy to this conversation. I'll go see to your daughter. He leaves. And you're kidding. He knows his place. <laughs> He's a good man. He's a good man. He's better than all of us. Uh, <laughs> so, um... Pa- good man. Uh, many definitions. We stopped the Shorefoots from getting the weapon, but unfortunately, we... The gnomes have it. We just... We tried so hard, but... I nearly killed my wife. Me. I kept going for a bit. That's fucked up. You know my... You know little sh- Flip Sham? They, I know they, your they, girlfriend. They, they, they kidnapped her and... Shorefoots, man. They have no respect. They have no respect. Just out of curiosity, asking for a friend, if you knew where Papa Shorefoot was, you'd tell me, right? If I knew where he was, he wouldn't be there anymore. He'd be in several places. Mm. If I catch him alive, though, don't worry. I'll let you know. Good. Oh, good. (laughs) Good. Good. I kind of want a piece of him now as well, you know? (laughs) We always want to have, like, a bit of a stab at him. Uh, So, Papa, little low. Um, so the priest, the gnomes now have the weapon, but the gnomes are being people who aren't necessarily in the military, but just people who, the citizens, they're being slaughtered on the streets. I'm aware of what's happening in the streets. Father Keaton's hiding a hundred gnomes and we want to know if we can hide them here. Little, uh, little O strokes his, his meager beard. I don't have to do diplomacy. (laughs) I I know the, um, you uh, do not care for the gnomes this much. I'm not the fan, no. But they have the weapon, and this might go a very long way in at least bringing back peace and maybe a, a good uh, gesture. No more innocent half- halflings have to die. All right. I do this for you at the cost of a favor. He holds up a, a heavily ringed finger and says, I, I keep this favor for now and later. I cash it in. Yes? Yes. I guess. I would not ask you to do something I thought you thought was immoral. That is not me. I can can get on board with that. This is a favor, perhaps is something a bit in the gray area, but I hear you like to live in the gray area. Gray area is my specialty. Uh, I don't mean to talk too much, but I have a, uh, a friend in the town guard. He tells me a lot about you. I knew about you before you set foot in my office. Mm-hmm. And I know you're the type of man who maybe doesn't follow the rules, but you get things done. I like that. Leo, you worked for me for years. You know your place. You know the family's place. <laughs> you're a good grace boy. <laughs> you're a good boy. Yes. I love you like I love my son. You're both good boys. You stay safe. I do this for you. You give me a favor, and you promise me you stay safe. We promise. I go in to kiss his rings. He holds out his hand. <laughs> I kiss the ring. You're not in the family. You don't ah, need good. <laughs> I just like salute, I guess. Cool. Well, we'll send a message back to the church, tell them to send yeah. the gnomes to here. Is there, Do you have something we can help transport the gnomes? Or we could just... Get them to smuggle uh, their way here. The quiet knives are the ones who know the sewers the best, but the uh, little laws know how to get their feet dirty, if you know what I mean. All right. Mm-hmm. We can organize something ourselves. You don't need to worry. All right. Good. Done. Uh, well, done. And on that note, how, how are the uh, uh, quiet knives and shorefoots? Uh, what, what's the. Bleeding us rep? dry. We're not doing well. Is there any. Do we know everything that maybe we can be of use against uh, them? I don't know. You wouldn't happen to have an army somewhere up your sleeves you haven't told me about? I wish. He gives a pained smile. Just look in my sleeves. Just bees. Just bees. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, um, I don't think there's anything you can do. Perhaps you could talk to some of your town guard friends. They've been leaning pretty heavily on all the halfling families. I know none of us like it, but if they could let up on us a little bit, I'd appreciate it. You might want to give them a warning as well. They lean too heavily on some of the families, and 
Well, the Shorefoots have made it quite obvious they don't mind going after someone's family. That's probably fair. Mm. In fact, I probably owe the commander a bit of a visit. Maybe they'll be able to land us some support, some troops, some something, if any of my connections there are still good at all. Well, yeah. Leo, I'm coming back into town to organize this thing for you. I want you to come with me. Speak with the priests there. Okay. And uh, you you want to go see the guard captain? I'll go I'll see the guard. take you there as well. Thank you. I greatly appreciate your support. You're going you're you're to ma- be a made man, Leo. Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> and and your friend know. Keaton, he can come with us as well. I'd send you with my son, little, little. He'll keep you safe. It's like I just look at my arms. It's a nice gesture. Okay. <laughs> if a sure foot attacks you, those big, strong arms, they won't do anything. They are slippery. Mm-hmm. They're, they're True. slimy fellas. True. Sure foots have no respect. They kill a man without even telling him they're coming. Ah, fair, fair. Little, little can hold them down and I can pull their faces off. All right. <laughs> Grizzly. He gets up from behind the desk. You notice now that he was wearing black leathers and dagger bandoliers the entire time? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Oh, fuck that. I love, I love fucking epic little old. <laughs> he's, he's amazing. Let's go. You all bundle out. But he grabs, as, as you're going, he just grabs some of his muscle by the shirt front and says, come on, we're going. We got the business to take care of. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking care of business, play over this clip. <laughs> no one uh, no one he grabs asks questions. People just go. As he's going as well, he grabs he has a butler. He tells the butler, get for me someone who knows the sewers. I need a man who knows the sewers. The butler nods, and such a person greets you at the carriages. You all pile up into the black carriages and you're off. Yes. Beautiful. Yes, where were you? I'm in a gnomish JL prison. Style. That's right. I spent 20 years in a gnomish prison. <laughs> with with Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> uh, you know you oh, have yeah. Gary the ghost, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was wondering with Gary. Yeah. Will, will you do whatever I say, Gary? Uh, I don't know if that's the affirmative. If I tell you to go and grab me soul from the blood cult, will you do it? Oh, wait, no, actually. No, no, no. Never mind. Stay with me. Stay with me. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I've got other plans for you. <clears throat> Hey, uh, also, can a ghost unpossess someone? Unpossess? So if I send... If you make him possess someone, yeah, he can get back out. Oh, 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 that's real good news, Adam. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what are you going to do? A gnome walks down. He's flanked by two guards with those Mm -hmm. plague mask type gas. Yeah, all the gnomish guards are wearing those. With those uh, plague mask masks. Mm -hmm. He walks up to you, brings a chair, sits it down. He sits down on it, and you can tell that he's wearing just the the uh, chest piece to a set of armor, gnomish armor. He folds his arms and says, All right, then. You wanted to speak with someone important? My name is Governor Tingle Lot Bot Fot Hop Throttle. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I'm going to call you Throttle, but that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> right, Throttle. Unfortunately, the information that I have, I will not give to anyone other than Erky. But let me know you now that this information is of grave importance to the gnomes specifically. I'm in charge of gnomish forces here. Erky Timbers is just a representative of the the gnomish trading company. Do I seem like that seems legitimate? Do I believe that? Uh, uh well, you don't think he's lying. You don't well, know how much actually. You don't know what's going on within the gnomish yeah, that's uh, power structure right now. All right. Well, he's a, he's a skinny. <clears throat> Damien Eaton is amassing an army, an army of the undead. I don't know why, and I don't know how. But he plans to take the weapon you know a weapon from a little you bit about how by force, by hook, by crook, whatever he can do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be caught in that. So I, I bring the information to you, right, in hopes that. Maybe I could be a little bit protected by the gnomes here. What's your thinking? Governor Throttle nods his head. Well, an army of the undead. Yeah, straight Can you up. give me, can you tell me numbers? Anything like that? How many dead are in the city currently? Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. <laughs> That's quite a lot. Yeah, it's, it's worrisome. <laughs> <laughs> well, this could work to our advantage. Well, that's pleasant. Good for you. 
What do you stand to gain in all this? Well, human is a struggle. <laughs> so due to a bad business deal of mine, Damien Eaton has me shadow. So I was thinking if in the ensuing fray... We could get you your shadow. Yeah, back. well, that'd be nice. If you help us bring down Damien Eaton, we'll gladly give you your shadow back. Oh, that's wonderful. Also, and you don't have to do this, but it'd be sweetening the deal. <clears throat> the blood cult's got me soul. Oh, that's some intense magic right there. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Um, we'll promise to help, but we can't make guarantees. All right. Wonderful. Excellent. What do you need from me? All right. So, there is magic to bring the undead to life, and there's magic to control the undead once someone else has brought them back. Now, my mama always told me, don't buy the cow. If you get the milk for free, <laughs> we're going to give you a, a little crystal, a device that can control undead. Damien Eaton summons them. You activate this crystal. We control them. Wonderful. Sounds like an excellent plan. Now, just to check to make sure that you're not telling a little bit of a fib, I'm not one great at reading faces, especially non-gnomish faces. Yeah, right, right, right. But we have recently procured... A um, the services of a certain gentleman who uh, is quite good at these sorts of things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Soft elven footfalls come down the stairs. No. Oh, that's a crying shame. The elf walks up to the bars, standing next to Governor Throttle. He's wearing like a nice three-piece suit, and he's bespectacled. Yeah. Uh, there's a Couple telltale drops, droplets of blood on his glasses as he says, Hello again. <laughs> oh, that voice. Well, it's, uh, it's been a while, hasn't it? The gentleman here uh, is quite well acquainted with the uh, minds of people. Right. Not magically, surgically. Yeah. Now, the gentleman here has assured me that there is a place in the brain that is responsible for lying. <laughs> Is that so? Yes. I'm going to give you a fair warning, right? Yeah. If this happens, if this man performs surgery on me, you'll regret it. That's all I'm saying. Will I just? You will absolutely regret it. How so? It will be bad for you. Don't do it. It's your risk, mate. That's a risk you've got to be willing to take. Oh, God. Part of me, though, is excited to see if Greg Pierce is, is brilliant without his ability to lie. <laughs> he looks up at the elf. The elf looks down at him. He looks back at you, and Governor Throttle says, Very well, then. But double-cross us, and I assure you, he holds up the rod that you were stripped of your I assumed yeah. so, yeah. He holds up the rod that Damien e e Eaton gave you, and he starts twirling it in his fingers. I know... A lot more about you than you think I do. Wow. The rod you're saying, what, like, you know, that I've been to Eton? Is that what you're saying? I know that you're in league with damn near every faction in this city. Yeah. Well, you're an idiot if you think that's a bad thing, because that works to your advantage, doesn't it? You betraying everyone you've made a deal with so far works to my advantage, Well, not, not that aspect of it, but you want to get rid of anyone while well, I can get the benefit of being everyone's enemy is that everybody who hates you wants to see you at some point face to face. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Governor Throttle gets up, starts to walk away and says, we'll give you the your equipment and the gem. You need to wait until after he brings the corpses back to activate the gem. Once that's happened, do it within his keep. We will take control of the corpses and whatever else he manages to create. And we will take this city, regardless of what some others might believe. And he points your little rod at you. If you betray us, we won't give it back. Well, it's a pleasure doing business, fella. Take his lips. What? Governor Throttle leaves. <laughs> oh. He's going to take me lips? This would be much easier if you just relax. Told him they shouldn't do surgery on me. I want the ghost to possess the elf. Oh, boy. <laughs> you are very lucky, Adam, that I didn't meet Erky. 
Because you would have possessed Erky. That was my plan. What? That didn't surprise me one little bit. What a good plan, though. (laughs) The ghost is in him. Right. Go tell him you couldn't be bothered or you didn't want to do it. Something like that. Make up an excuse. Swaying slightly, (laughs) looking like he's about to be sick. The elf turns about and walks. Oh, wait. Hang on. Come back. Can I just cast Alter Self on myself to look like I don't have lips? Sure. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. Don't worry about it. Hmm. <laughs> Could I just Do I I don't have my spells back, do I? I haven't had a rest. No. Nah. Alright, yeah, go tell him you did it. <laughs> he staggers away from you. Cool. Drooling slightly. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just chill in my cell till they let me free. Alright. Some guides come back come by later on. As they walk past they're carrying like all of your equipment, a mm-hmm. bunch of boxes of different things as well. And as they walk past, one of them kicks the stool that the gnome reading the magazine is on, not to unseat him or anything like that, to, just to get up. his attention. Yeah. yeah. And they, uh, the guard says, how's the big one doing? Eh, he's fine. In those chains, he ain't going anywhere. What is he? <laughs> he's a paladin for the sabers. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, yeah I know a couple sabers. Do I recognize him? I'll peer through the bars at him. Have a bloody sticky beak. You just can't see enough of his face. What's his name? Don't know. Right. What is he like? What, a werewolf or something? No, he's not a man, more a force of nature. Alone, he killed nearly a hundred goblins. No, goblins. Gnomes. We're gnomes. (laughs) (laughs) Alone, he killed nearly a hundred gnomes. He's the only creature I've ever seen to stand up to the weapon. Wow. Ain't that interesting? Right, uh. They give you your equipment, right? Plus uh, a glass container with a—it's about the size of a football. A yeah. green gem slowly pulsating in it. The gnomes explain to you that to activate it, you need to grab the top handle and twist it ninety degrees. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. You're gonna have to keep it secret on you. Damien Eaton might know what it is. Yeah, I'll keep it secret. I'll—I'll I'll secrete it somewhere. All right. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah, it's being cased. What are you doing here? The elf returns. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he did his job. Yes. <laughs> what are you doing here? I can't explain his actions. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, fair. The elf slowly... Uh, he seems you sick. You look sick. <laughs> yeah. I'd take me to the infirmary if I were you. <laughs> All right, then. Come along. <laughs> two of the no, like the two guards, after they give you your equipment back and uh, set you loose. Cool. Uh, actually, no, they don't leave you alone. <laughs> One of the gnomes gently grabs him and starts pushing him along. He resists, but only lightly. He's slowly being dragged away. Uh, he reaches out with a hand towards you. I don't know what you want, mate. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. He's led away as the other gnome says, You can just use that little thing to teleport now. Oh, right. Well, that's a shame, making me waste one of me, me goes of it, but fair enough. How else do you expect to get out? Well, you could unlock me, but that's fine. They did unlock you. Oh, right. Well, I, I could probably walk. Mm, you. They said to let you teleport. All right. That seems da- more dangerous, if I'm <laughs> perfectly honest with you. How is it more dangerous? Well, if you unlock me, and you know, I'm in your area. If I teleport, who knows where I could go? Are you going to betray us? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know I've got a reputation. Well... If we let you go, you could... You, oh, no, like, you're right. free to teleport regardless. It just seems like a weird decision. Fair, fair. Right, right. <laughs> Cheerio. It's just like telling someone to their face, I'm going to fuck you. Um, cool. It's a very Greg Pierce thing to do. All right, where do you teleport? You got... After this, you love three guys. Yeah. He hasn't activated everyone yet, though, Does has he? No, it doesn't look like it. Okay. Well, if I can, if I assume that my shadow is getting got back by that plan, then my next move surely is to reacquire my soul. So I want to teleport myself into the sewers. All right, specific place. You could teleport straight into the Blood Cold headquarters if you thought you couldn't do it. <laughs> Make it safe. Yeah, sure. That's where we go. <laughs> you teleport into the Blood Cold headquarters. You teleport. Not literally face-to-face with him, but certainly, a, like, maybe face-to-face with uh, Maroni. Oh, Whoa. sweet. Is he the one that has my soul? Yes. He's also the He's leader. got it in a locket around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just grab the locket and teleport? 
Wow. Now. Bye. <laughs> oh. He goes first. Oh, Ready up. He, gra- he tries to grab you by the face. <laughs> he he got lips to grab face. onto. Oh, they're there. <laughs> yeah, they're there. They're just invisible. Greg Pearson is invisible lips. <laughs> so now you just look horrific. You just teeth yeah, and a nose. <laughs> he grabs you by the face mm-hmm. and you feel your energy being sucked out up along his arm. Mm-hmm. Your cheeks become gaunt. You, any breakfast or meal, you, the last meal you might have had, you feel as if you hadn't had it. You feel hungry. You feel thirsty. You feel mm. tired. Your skin takes on this sh- sallow, like awful yellowish appearance. Like you maybe your liver is failing. Any old <laughs> wounds you have begin to open up. Your many old <laughs> surgery wounds <laughs> open up and begin to bleed. Too good. You feel like maybe you're like, a tooth falls out. <laughs> uh, you take mm. 16 points of damage. Rodeo. I, if I, I teleport with someone, is that a thing I can do? No. Oh, well, that's fine. That's a shame. I put him to teleport. To eat. No, up high. Oh. Drop down on him. That's not how the teleport spell works. <laughs> that's a shame. Just teleport to Eden with him. Eden. Got him. Got him. All right. You take 16 points of damage. It's your turn. What would you like to do? Grab the locket. Teleport. This is just... You try to sw- reach out and grab the locket, but Moroni takes a step back. Mm. Die, Ethan! He screeches at you. What? <laughs> uh, quickly, did you mean to say die, Ethan, to him? Or die, piss? Die, piss! <laughs> there it is. He grabs the locket. Yeah. And takes it off his neck. He holds it out behind him and throws it against the floor. That's a crying shame, but also means I don't have to fuck with the blood cult anymore if it's gone. It shatters into a thousand pieces. Your soul... (laughs) I teleport to above where it'll come out. Highs or lows? Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, Highs. You teleport into a wall. (laughs) Ah. It feels really weird to be... To have like a wall in you, yeah, yeah, and I then can the eff- the secondary effects of a teleportation spell kick in. You get what is known in D and D shunted. Yeah, so mm. you are moved until you are in a safe place for you to stand. And every five feet that you need to move, you take a D six damage. Right, holy shit! You need to move fifteen feet <laughs> to get to a place where you are safe. Right, you take twelve points of damage. That's Your soul escapes past you, moving through solid rock as if it were nothing. You make a reflex save. (laughs) Put your (laughs) mouth around it. I like. I'm just assuming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Unless you had a different plan. Okay, so you slam your head up against the wall because it's like half in the wall, half out. Open your mouth as wide as you can. And you start catching half of your soul. (laughs) (laughs) The soul is like. So when the soul is completely past you, it starts because you didn't catch all of it. It starts like slipping out of your mouth. You <laughs> like a straw <laughs> begin trying to suck it back in. <laughs> it's gone. You can teleport again yeah. up the building you were in. Can I teleport to the top of the building and put my mouth over the lip? You can, yeah? Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, how many teleportations is that now? You uh, have... I think I've got one left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> you teleport to the top of the building. Your soul begins to... Whoa, yeah. It's going past you again. Oh, God damn you it. You jam your face into the middle of your soul. You start sucking it up. <gasps> it's like trying to escape again. Even using my hands, pushing <laughs> it down. <laughs> <laughs> Like smoke, it's very difficult to manipulate with your hands, but with your hands, you're able (gasps) to get the tiny little wisps of bits that you didn't grab and just... (sighs) (sighs) Your soul is back inside. Yay! (laughs) Greg Piss got his soul back. I imagine I feel better than I've felt in such a long time. You feel amazing. <laughs> but also, you might have liver cancer. You have on a rock-hard erection. <laughs> <laughs> the first one you've been able to properly get since you lost your soul. 
<sighs> you think maybe the soul is required to get a stiffy, maybe. <laughs> D&D abides by strange rules. Oh, my God. Where's that on my sheet so I can tick it? Reacquire soul. Done. <laughs> Got it. Well done. Thank God. Good work. And I'll just kick it up here and rest. Jumping back to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we, we seem real as, like, mundane in comparison. I'm just going to talk <laughs> to some work colleagues. And you're rescuing some gnomes. No souls, no teleporting. Talking to some work colleagues so that they maybe don't get killed by the mob yes. and saving a hundred gnomes in the underground gnomish railroad. Yeah, true. We're doing pretty damn good. We're not drinking any souls, though. No, look, that's true. But that's on you guys. We're not doing an inverted Dementors kiss. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, who, is, am I? You me? both arrive at your different locations at roughly the same time, but I'll I'll go with you first, uh, Periwinkle. You get out of the carriage, little little. Uh, they park kind of like around the corner because little little is a bit nervous about being seen right in front of the guardhouse. Fair. You, you wait here. I'll go inside. Uh, if you hear fighting, that's the cue to come in. <laughs> little little nods. I got you back. All right, off we go. The front. Of the guardhouse is just a complete mess. There's a large carriage with a four horse carriage, massive, like a big, like fancy looking number, which you imagine to be the captain's personal carriage. It's got like a a rider on the top who maybe recognizes you and gives you a curt nod as you pass by. But there's also like a thousand horses hitched here or whatever. Not a thousand, but like it's pandemonium. There's Criminals being led into the into the guardhouse, and all of them are struggling. There are more criminals than town guard right now. It's mm. a mess. When you get inside, it's no better. There's dozens of desks heaped high with paper and parchment and all different files and stuff like that. There's a handful of town guard trying desperately to work out this paperwork. There's a gigantic notice board with thousands of messages like, Here's a description of my husband. If you see him, please contact me. Uh, Here's a description of my son, blah, 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 blah. Maybe even some, like, of pets, stuff like that. Oh, Jesus. There's a big map of the city, and there's pins stuck in danger points. Little Tigalai has just been scribbled out by someone, and a a note has been marked next to it saying, Lost? Question mark. Fair. You glance through to the jail cells, and they are... Shoulder to shoulder full. There are outside the jail cells criminals handcuffed to the bars. Good, good use of space and resourcing. Yeah. Guards here are still outnumbered by criminals and they're having trouble doing anything. There's so many people here yelling at a duty sergeant that the duty sergeant has just got his head in his hands and is shaking his head slowly to the, the chorus of a a hundred people calling out, like, where's my husband? What happened? Uh, even mundane shit, like, we haven't had water for days. All right. All right. The stairs to get up to the second level where the captain is are packed tight. You have to push your way up. I was going to try to make everything really quiet and stand on a table. Oh, and you can if you want. Intimidate yeah. everyone in the room. <laughs> you can try. All right. I try that. I stand up on a table and just yell. Quiet. Quiet! Yeah. You instill quietness in a 30-foot radius around you. (laughs) Everyone stops what they're doing and looks at you, but the majority of the room continues. I really want to try again. I want to make this room real quiet. (laughs) Do you, like, full-on orc scream? I just, like, orc! Quiet! Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The bottom level goes silent. Everyone's looking at you, waiting for you to say something. All right. Two things. One, make a line behind the duty sergeant's desk. He cannot hear 400 complaints at once. With a lot of pushing and shoving, a line begins to fall. (laughs) All right. Now, while in that line, if your complaint is about a missing person, form a line over with this guy over here, Larry... Larry's going Larry to take puts a hand up. all the details of people looking for missing people. Larry gives you a very sad expression. <laughs> I give Larry an intimidating expression that says, you'll do this, Larry. You owe me. Uh, a less orderly but nonetheless line forms at Larry. 
Okay. Are we all good now? No one says anything, but like they're doing it. (laughs) All right. Now I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to have a word with the commander. If I come back down here and you're all doing the same thing you were doing five seconds ago, I'm going to punch people in the face. You don't think anyone is going to question your orders. (laughs) Good. (laughs) As you were. And I go up the stairs. The duty sergeant gives you like a thank you look. (laughs) Uh, You still need to push your way upstairs just because it's like so packed. It's busy. I get it. Uh, you get to the top. You all the this is like where the quotation marks detectives work. It's like you know individual cases. The detectives though are not here. They're all like downstairs helping out with the regular people. There's no, there's just no not enough time to for a, one person to be devoted to one case yep. right now. Yep. But there's a lot of like a lot of the detectives' offices have been cleared out and are being used as extra jail houses. Beautiful. The uh, office to Captain Tolton, Commander Tolton, is open and there's a guard posted <laughs> out the front. I'm here to see the commander. The, the guy looks you up and down. You probably recognize him. He's like a... like a Yeah, a, mid-level guy. Yeah, mid-level guy. Like, no one's special. He nods and says, go in. The commander's Walk like in. across the table from uh, some... You notice them as some... You recognize them as some upper lords and ladies of the city, just like important people with a lot of money. He seems deep in conversation with them. You can tell from the conversation that he's trying to rally support. He looks up when you enter. Good. <laughs> I was like, oh, what am I going to do now? <laughs> um, Commander? He has like a very, his expression turns very sheepish. He gets like a bit, he blushes a little bit, like embarrassed. And he says, um, uh, I, I need a moment to the lords and ladies. A bunch of them get up. Some of them, like, willingly, but some of them he's like, I I need a moment. Please leave. And some of the more pretentious ones get up in a bit of a huff and leave. As they leave, I give him a look that's like, don't be doing that shit. (laughs) You follow instructions. You intimidate some of them, but, like, a couple are probably people who have their own private armies and they're not bothered by you. No, that's all right. So I got some of them. (laughs) In among them, you spot... Oh, yes, please. Lane Biddlecoff. You know him as a very wealthy spice merchant and also probably, but can't be proven, member of a blood cult. Hmm. Do I? I have the suspicion that he's in the blood cult, though. Everyone suspects that he's in the blood cult, but there's no Great. proof. I might grab him he later. He is! <laughs> I'm, I'm, I might grab him on the way out. Um, Commander, mm? how are you? <laughs> you still holding on to him? Did I grab the commander? No, you said Biddlecoff. You grab him. Oh, no, no. I'll grab him on the way out. Oh, on the, oh I see what you mean. I thought you meant on his way out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, I'm not just going to grab a guy. <laughs> the commander gestures to the seat in front Although of him. Although I could be like, commander, as favor, I'm taking this guy and you're not going to ask me any questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the commander gestures to the seat in front of him. Uh, please. I take a seat. Obviously, I need to uh, apologize for my conduct. I, uh, I'm very sorry for what I did. Behind him, there's like this massive panoramic window to the chaos downstairs. You can still see the orderly lines, though. <laughs> Got him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess I'm, it was piss, wasn't it? I believe he cast a spell over me, yes. Of course he did. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. He reaches into one of his drawers and he pulls out your badge, <laughs> sets it on the table and says, it's here if you want it. Sir, as much as I respect you and this establishment, I'm currently working where that isn't going to help me. He leans back. He says, you're working with the halfling families? I'm working with people who need help. He nods. Who are you fighting for? I'm fighting for people who need help. No, I mean like... Literally? The city. I'm fighting for the city. The whole city. So that people can survive to the end of the night. My basic goal here is to make sure that my family's okay, the families of all these people are okay, that the people who don't deserve to be caught up in any of this are okay. Uh, So I'm trying to ask you for a favour, I guess. I'm just bad at it. Walk with me, he says. He gets up. All right, let's go. He grabs his sword, silver steel, and he travels with that. He grabs your badge as well. He doesn't. He's not like offering it. He just grabs it. You notice that he grabs it. And he okay. picks it up. You walking back downstairs with him, like Moses and the Red Sea. People part before <laughs> the both of you. <laughs> Even criminals chained to bars and such like that just don't want anything to do with the two of you. I'm going to quickly jump to Leo. You get uh. Yes. I'm just going to hurry a lot of stuff. It's not like largely important, the minutia, unless you want, unless there's something specific thing you want to bring up. No. But yeah, you just facilitate. You like, you don't need to be there to be between the chief priestess Clara mm-hmm. and Little O, but you're there to like grease palms. I, Everything yeah. moves more smoothly with you there. Can I grease those palms, but then also maybe try and get Flipsham to be my like proxy in this? And then I want to try and uh, mosey my way up to the sabers. Oh, uh, yeah, Flipsham's happy to help. She uh, she helps you both with the gnomes and getting the two groups to work together. Neither of the... Well, the halflings don't trust her as much as you, though, so you still needed for some basic yep. stuff. Or well, not needed, but, like, Flipsham asks if you'd remain just to... While it's beginning. They're making, like, yeah. devising plans. Yeah, just initially while I'm there, I'm like, I'm just here to facilitate, but, like, I think I need little, to... Little Little actually probably offers, if you're willing to stay just for the plan-making <coughs> section, mm-hmm. that he'll, like, drive you close. Oh, yeah, perfectly. Like, yeah, just let's just do this. Yeah, let's just uh, help each other out, and I'll need to get to them sabers without periwinkle. You do a good job. Maybe there's even some laughter at the meeting. You crack a joke, and people like a good one. It's the first time that's happened. Hey, Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you're not required. You're just the oil that makes sure that the machine runs smoothly. The grease. The grease. The grease. <laughs> the grease. That yeah, makes sure the machine runs smoothly. Grease, grease boy. boy. Uh, uh, it's mm-hmm. not just a spell. Uh, before you're able to leave, though, I'm going to jump back. Mm-hmm. So you're walking down the stairs. You're walking through the lobby. Uh, on He just... he. You know, like updates you on a bunch of small information, nothing that's really pertinent, but just like telling you how everything's going. And you can tell that he like every now and then he gives you a sideways glance as if like maybe not concern, but like concern whether or not you're going to be returning to the force. Oh, hard decision. Uh, all right. So as we're walking, I basically explain that the town guard need to go to the gnomes. He nods. He gets a pained expression and he's like. Yes, I think we might need to make some difficult allies. I think you say difficult. I've seen the people up close. I went in there. I heard about that. Yeah, it was all right. I punched a lot of people. Damn it, you get results. <laughs> I sure do. Uh, look, they're all right. They're good people. They're just scared. They've got their weapon back. I don't know why they're still here. So potentially what I'm suggesting is Tell them to take their weapon and leave. Possibly. What other point do they have for staying here? You think you can do that? They can do that? 
leave. Yeah. I don't know, but it's worth starting a conversation. And as literally the only force in this city anymore that isn't going to murder them, I think it falls to you. He looks you up and down. You're like at the front doors at this point. And the lords and ladies are standing outside waiting for him to return to them. He says, you're a damn good cop. You would have made a better detective. That's good. Oh, that's good. Thank you, sir. That means a lot. If you want to take your badge, take this. He gives you silver steel. I know you don't like to use swords, but you might find it comes in handy every now and then. Okay, sir. Thank you. And think about my offer. And if you're doing it, you'd need to do it soon. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, don't worry. I'm going to make sure it gets done. All right. He uh, quickly jots down a note and passes it to one of his second in commands. Uh, and he like whispers some words to him, like he's basically giving him your plan. He says, just make sure it you know gets done. Blah 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 blah. Cool. Oh, yeah, you know we need the X Y Z done. Then he turns back to you and says, "Is there anything else you need?" <sighs> that is a loaded question, but the short answer is, if you have any information on our old friend Papa Shawfoot, that'd be real nice. Ah, oh, I wish I had any. We've been uh, leaning pretty heavily on the families, trying to get the various papas to come to the table. <laughs> on that, hmm? maybe don't lean so hard on all of the families. Some of them might be prepared to come to the table if the approach was more diplomatic. We've had several threats. Fair enough. Two of the families I don't really care about. <laughs> the quiet knives and the shortfoots. Yeah. The other thing, too, is the harder you lean, the angrier they're going to get. And I have heard that there is a chance that they're... There are some of the less, more salubrious members of the halfling families that are, that are coming for you guys. Don't worry. My family is safe, and I'm ready to do what it takes to get this done. But Good. I'll lean off them for you. Good. Um, and on the, the final point, of if you can't get the gnomes to leave or find out, maybe broken alliance with them. We can protect them. We are the town guard. Maybe it's time we did some guarding. Uh, he leaves some further notes with a second in command. Beautiful. It's going to be difficult to approach the gnomes, but we'll do what we can. And I mean, if you kill some sabers on the way. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to stir up more trouble than we need to, frankly. Uh, okay, that's, that's, why I, that's why I don't have the badge anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he chuckles. He walks... Oh, sorry, you had something else to no, say? No, I was just going to say, if he's going to walk inside as the lords and ladies go, I try to surreptitiously grab old mate. Actually, he's walking out with them. Okay. They're like uh, approaching their carriages. It looks like... What's his name? Who? Bru oh, Bottlebub? Bruno Bristledick. Bristledick. <laughs> Bruno Bristledick. Bruno Bristledick. Uh, Biddlecoff. Biddlecoff. One last thing, sir. I'd like to have a private way with Biddlecoff. I think he can help me with something. He gestures, and uh, Biddlecoff comes over. Uh, the ex-officer um, <laughs> would like to have a word with you. And he walks over to um, where all of their, like, transportation is linked up or whatever. It looks like you, like, from the conversation earlier and, like, as you approach them, the conversation now, it sounds like they're going to go, like, have an inspection of some of the guardhouses and, like, talk about improvements that they can make. And one last thing, Commander. Mm -hmm. Real sorry about this. And I grab old mate Spice Merchant and just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Please. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, this might be very difficult. Uh, I know it's like getting the rights to a song is damn near impossible. <laughs> but, Zamet, if at all possible, could you please just play Ave, much, as much Ave Maria <laughs> under what's happening right now I as don't you think possibly I can? Get can. The, the right. I'm pretty sure I can make sure that Jackson. Could give it a lovely rendition of oh, Ave Maria. Hang on, wait, not just yet. I'll cue you when you need to start doing it. Okay. So, bit, bit uh, higher, Commander Tolton, oh, yep. standing with like one foot in his carriage and one hand on his carriage, looking at you with like this weird, perplexed expression. Everything goes into slow motion for you. At the same time, Leo, as Little O is walking towards his <laughs> carriage, Flipsham grabs you, and one last moment, she gives you a tender kiss. You turn away from her towards Little Low as he climbs into the carriage ahead of you. He looks back and gives you a gives you a wiry smile. Everything goes into slow motion for you. Ave Maria. I don't know any of the other Ave Maria. <laughs> the Lord Commander's Ave carriage Maria. explodes. 
<laughs> Little Lou's no. carriage explodes. No. No. Shards of wood, metal, and glass fly in all directions. A giant fireball ripples from underneath both carriages, <gasps> engulfing everyone within ten feet. <gasps> can my, my like can a reflex save? And I want to protect Flip. You, uh, you two are both pretty far away, but the shockwave is slowly rippling out towards you. With your halfling reflexes, you turn around and tackle Flipsham to the ground, shielding her with your body. At the same time. <laughs> You are, uh, you without your halfling reflexes are simply blown backwards into the guard building with um, the spice merchant. Spice merchant. The spice merchant, you slam into a wall. The spice merchant sails through a glass window and out of your hands. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the shock wave is, rattles you to your bones and then you feel the intense wave of heat wash over you. The fireball doesn't engulf you but you certainly feel the heat of it. Jesus. Everything returns to normal speed. You slide to the ground. All, all either of you can hear is just... It's, it's like that, that moment at the start of the, mm. the movie with the war. Mm. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm there. Yeah, I'm, I'm saving Private Ryan. Yep. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. You start groggily looking around. People are crying, screaming. There's bodies all around both of you. You, Periwinkle, the bodies of guards, criminals, and even just some civilians who were caught up in the blast. Jesus. Leo, the bodies of acolytes of Penia and gnomes. The bodies of gnomes. Gnomes is in with mm-hmm. a GN. Fuck. The charred remains of both of your me- mentors are all that you see. Fuck. 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 Leo, smoke, smoke. All you have <laughs> eyes for right now is Flip Sham, who's gently sobbing. A shard of glass is impacted in her thigh. Ah, Jesus. You begin gen- t- gingerly trying to help her. Pressure. Periwinkle, Pressure. you have no loved ones nearby. All no. you're doing is scanning the scene. You I s- run over to the window where that fuckhead fell, flew through. As you get up, you spot down a side alley near where Little Little is. Not exactly where, but near where. You spot a halfling. With a shock of red hair, give a wiry smile and slip down the side alley. You hear moaning inside from the spice merchant. I just barely managed to suppress my anger at the red-headed Shawfoot family, the pack of fucking dicks that they are, and I go for the spice merchant. All right. Name I completely forget all the time. Uh... (laughs) We all do for some reason. Biddlecoff. 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 I should probably Lane Biddlecoff. You pick up Silver Steel. Yeah. Maybe oh. almost Ooh. just reflexively. And climb in through the window. Silver Steel warms in your hands. This is nice. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm still inside, yeah? You climb in through the window. Biddlecoff is lying, broken and bloodied on the floor. He doesn't look like he's going anywhere. Is he conscious? Yeah. I get real close to... People are, like, running. There's pandemonium. You could do... You could slit his throat and no one would notice. Yeah, I'm not going to do that just yet. <laughs> I get real close to Biddlecoff. And, uh... I just <coughs> I'm flat- a friend of the gods. I'm a friend of the gods. Are you also a friend of the blood cult? His face snarls. Fuck you. Oh, temper, 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 because you may be a friend of the gods, but... I'm not a guard anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And I just put the tip of the sword just to his neck. The sword gets not red, well, red hot, but not painfully so in your hands. Just like it's excited. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want, he says. Oh, just just simple. I mean, you're a blood cult man. You like blood. I assume you like your blood where it belongs in your body and not spilled. It's other people's blood you like to spill. That's, That's how the religion works. Tomato, tomato. Spill my blood and you send me to my god. Okay, so I'm not going to spill your blood, so you don't get to go to your god. You just get to lie here in pain forever. I can break bones without making you bleed. Do. He starts leaning forward such that the sword starts cutting into him if you don't Uh move it. Do. Your. (laughs) Worst. Pull the sword away. Don't want him to kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) He starts bleeding a bit from his throat. All right, so here's what's going to happen. I'll do you a deal. You want to live in pain forever because I can do that. It's something I'm very capable of. By this stage also, I'm being a bit intimidating. <laughs> and I'm Good like, enough. 
You're going to show me. Draw a map. Fuck. I'll carry you. You're going to show us how to get through the sewers into the Gnomish district. No. Okay, then I'll just uh, break some more of his fingers. You reach down, grab one of his hands. The sword is searing hot but still not painful in your hands. You grab some of his fingers and just crunch. They snap, crackle, and pop. He cries out in pain but says nothing. He just look. He's staring daggers into your eyes. It's five down. I reckon you've got 15 to go, so go to the other fingers. <laughs> they crunch as well. He cries out in pain but still does not relent. How high up is he in the blood cult? Do I have an idea of that? Uh, if he is a member of the blood cult, he's like one of the three leaders. Four. All right. I'm assuming the leaders of the blood cult would want one of their leaders back so I could use him as a ransom toy? Uh, maybe. You're not sure the internal politics. <laughs> it could be that, like, you say, uh, give, you know, tell me what I want or whatever or I'll kill him. And they're like, yes, please kill him. True. That's the struggle of the blood cult. Yeah, well then, good. I'll just I'll just keep this fucker alive for <laughs> ages. He'll never get to bleed out. He'll never get to die. You'll never get to see your garden. Because get this, I can do this a really long time. Eventually, the chaos is going to die down a little bit, and people might start wondering why you're torturing a person. So you might want to move. Oh, yeah, no, no. I, I I break his other hand and ask if he has anything more to say. And if he doesn't say anything, I'm just going to carry him out to little little. All right, you carry him out to where Little Little is waiting with the carriage. He was injured in the blast that broke both his hands. <laughs> Don't even know why you're lying. It's not like they're friendly with the blood cult. Oh, no, not to Little Little. I was just, like, saying oh, it as I left. People. Oh, okay. <laughs> no one questions you. Yeah, good. Um, you get to Little Little. Uh, his driver was kind of, like, peering around the corner looking at the carnage. Little Little is sitting on the carriage smoking a cigarette. That the guy who did it? No, the guy who did it was about your height, had red hair. Just like the Surefoots then? He hops down off the carriage. Sorry, we couldn't do anything. That's all right. I did see one of them out here. How good are halflings at tracking? Any good? Not very good. No. Okay. They're around here We can try and figure out who did it, but... I know who did it. It was a Surefoot. I mean, specifically. Publish Surefoot will count. (laughs) All right. Uh, this guy, we need to take him with us. He's a member of the blood cult and also a giant pain in the ass. He's got lots of money too. You could rub him and, you know. I suppose all you need is uh, a uh, four walls, a roof and a chair for this guy. Yeah. How many times can we just drive around the block for a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> he pats one of the ponies. These girls could go all day. Good. <laughs> you climb into the carriage. You, Little Little and um, Lane. Do I know that... I don't know that you're there, do I? I'm on the other side. I'm yeah. like with an, the gnomes, but like with an N. We go off driving and it's like I could drive for ages. Again, the same threat. You're not going to get any relief, any any anything, and I'll just... All right. And also, you're, you're pretty well off, Mr. Biddlecoff. Biddlecoff. <laughs> nice, strong family name, Biddlecoff. It's just, it is that, a strong family name. Spice Merchant Company, and, and I know all the addresses of, of your family because you're quite a well-to-do man. Oh. Mr. Biddlecoff. Oh, you're using the tactics they're using. Sure, there's a Mrs. Biddlecoff, a couple of little Biddlecoffs, an old lady Biddlecoff, and I don't know about you, but I reckon they break a bit easier than you do. Silver steel cools. Okay, that's not good. Uh, who cares about the sword? <laughs> don't, just, don't, just, don't let the sword the control sword, your The sword life. knows that I'm not going to hurt them, though, right? It's a sword! Uh. <laughs> But I mean, we don't have to worry about that. I'm not the kind of guy who would hurt someone's family, but I mean, I do happen to know a large portion of the halfling you mafia. That for him or for the sword? <laughs> Both. <laughs> All right, we'll jump to Leo because uh, you unfortunately mm-hmm. haven't gotten much. I've just been helping save the gnomes' lives and then they all blowed up. Sheesh. Not all the gnomes, just a bunch of them. That's <laughs> like, yeah, you know, 60, 80, 70. For uh, dickheads' arms. 90, That's 100, all of them. <laughs> no, uh, a, a couple gnomes. A couple okay. gnomes were killed. It was mostly acolytes and just like some civilians who got mm-hmm. caught up in the blast. Right, so, how's, how's Flipsham? Is she okay? Is she She's doing right? shivering. 
But um, luckily, uh, surprisingly, there's quite a few priests on yeah. here. I'm going to be like, you okay, you okay, you okay, you okay. Come grab one of the... Buster um... Keaton immediately yep. wanders over. He just puts a hand <laughs> on her casually. Yep. Her wounds heal and he keeps moving. Okay, I'm going to run over to the to, to, to Little O. And be like, is it Little O, Little O, and try and... You pretty much can't identify the corpse. Is there his ring? Um, oh, yes. Put it on. Put it on. Put no, it you're on. not able to identify. You can't find his corpse, let alone the rings. So I'm going to keep kind of searching to see if there's anything there, like anything of, of little of little lows. Uh, anything at all. You Come on, Adam, give us this. <laughs> you find his body, and on his body, you can get some of his rings. That's one of that ring of protection. So I think like little, little, little wouldn't love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, you take off uh, <laughs> Pilfer from the dead, a ring of protection. This is I also don't know that Little O's dead, so right. I can't tell Little Little that. Exactly. Like, this is for your son. I want to look around. Can I know any, anything, any little fuckers around that might have done this like, that I could no, see? No, you were too concerned with Flipsham. I want to, like, just... Can I just yell? Anyone, anyone see anything? Anyone see anything? Anyone know anything? No, no one saw anything. Mm-hmm. The perpetrator probably wasn't even here when it happened. Buster says. Do I have an inkling? Well, this is pretty typical of the Shorefoots. But it could also be someone just trying to implicate them. Fucking like the Quiet Knives Shorefoots. would do something like that. It disturbs me how quiet the Quiet Knives have been. Mm. <laughs> but <clears throat> they, the fucking gnome's got his fat. The, the fat yeah, I'm so. thinking the Quiet Knives are working with the gnomes, maybe. Anyway. Uh... Right. Oh, no. That's not what I wanted to happen. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Right. Okay. All right. Shorefoots. Shit. Any of um, Little O's, any, any Little O's around here? Is any of our, my crew? Uh, there's maybe a couple of the guards or whatever. The suits. The tough guys. All right. I want to just grab um, one of the suits mm. and just be like, give the ring to him and be like, give this. Find little little. He was down with the guard tower. Go tell him what's happened. Pretty sure it was the Shorefoots. Go, go now. Run. He runs. He's gone. We'll get a horse, whatever. The other one. Okay, we need to get these gnomes to safety. Is the mansion still safe? I don't know. Well, the, the mansion house was not hidden. Ian's house is safe because he's paranoid and rich. He's the Howard Hughes of... uh... (laughs) Sure, you're building Ian up as something that he frankly is not. I've decided, I named Ian Ian. He can be whatever he is. He spells his name with an A. Um, Right. Uh, uh, I'm like going to go to Buster. I'm like, Buster, um, can we... I don't don't know how safe the mansion's going to be anymore. I don't know. I just don't know. This is... This is... What do we do? Buster says we just have to keep them here until we can find somewhere else that's safe. Okay. Okay. You keep them safe. I I need to go shorefoot hunting. Yes. Oh. Manhunt! 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 Who are you manhunt. getting from the shorefoots? Your soul. You already have that. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> um, but they also have my debt. Buster. Keaton. Do you have anything <laughs> that you can help me with this? What what do you think could help you? Weapons, potions, anything. Uh, Resources. Very low on healing supplies. Another one of me. <laughs> Someone's sneaky. Um, we have nothing like that. I'll s- Look, I'll see what sort of health potions we can rustle up. You go into the storeroom with him. It's pretty much empty. Okay. But he's able to rustle up three potions of cure moderate for you. Do you want to know how many I have? Do you want to know how many potions of cure moderate? How many do you have left? I'm going to use the Uh, commander's sword to kill you in a beautiful piece of irony. I have nine (laughs) plus Uh, three or four, I think. Okay. Um, That hurts. The other other guy. The other guy. Right. I've not used one. Because I really wanted to go to the sabers and I really wanted to try and. Oh, yeah, yeah, back in the day. Get them, but. I haven't used any recently. You also wasted one, killing the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. Well, right. let's, let's move okay. on. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Does anyone... Would anyone know if anywhere where the Shorefoots might be or, like, an inkling of, like, again, where they are going to roughly maybe hang out? They had a place at the docks. They had the um, jewellery store and the dry cleaning place, but the place at the docks, obviously, 
is no longer under their control, unless mm-hmm. they have a secret way to get there. Mm-hmm. The buildings in Little Tigalai have just been demolished. The only other place that they could possibly be is uh, they have a place uh, like a, not a mansion, but like a, a very nice high-rise apartment that was owned by um, Papa Shawfoot in Blood Cult territory. What's the, okay. okay. What's the address? You yeah. probably know, not the address, but how to find it. Okay. I'm gonna, I've got a blood cultist with me. I'm going to tell. Um, but uh, that's like not a place you want to go. It's very heavily defended, and it's unlikely that they're actually operating out of it. Mm, shit. They'll be operating out of somewhere. Mm. It's one of the, well, of the places that you know, it's literally the last place you know. Okay. Okay, just go for it. What I'm going to do. Siege them. So another one of our little, little low gardener guys is just try and be like, look. This might be a long shot, but I want you to go to the Sabres and ask them, like, what the fuck they're doing there and can they hear the moans coming from... Oh, they've probably stopped by now. (laughs) Well, do they hear the moans that were coming from the goddamn keep and that maybe they should be worrying less about the gnomes and more about the dragon and whatever the fuck that is. Uh, I'm going to Bloodtown. (laughs) I'm going to Bloodtown. You know what this means, by the way? Hmm? You no longer have a bounty on your head. (laughs) Everything's coming up, Pierce. <laughs> Which means everything. Well, no one's paying the... that bounty. Everything's coming oh, down, true. Pierce, at a certain point. I suppose as well, no one though. knows right now. But... Mm. <sighs> I pretty much just got my shadow, and then I'm back to square one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna um, go shorefoot hunting. I'm gonna try and get as much like assassin garb as I can. I want to go full assassin. All right, you pull down your hood and go full assassin. And <laughs> <laughs> then tell Flipsham, good luck. I might be back. Daddy's got to work. Daddy's going to work. <laughs> Flex, Flex out, out, out of a cast that I didn't realize I had. <laughs> she nods and says, stay safe. I'll try. Will Leo ever be safe again? Find out next time on Jaren's Outpost Rumble, a D&D is for nerds adventure. Thanks for listening. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you'll find us at Sanspants Radio. Or you can find us individually. I'm at All Dogs Are Dead. I'm at Retro Archetype. And I'm at Goddammit Zamet. And if you want to hear our other shows, head to SansPantsRadio.com and you'll find all of our content there. There's heaps. And if you'd like to support us, head to SansPantsPlus.com. See you later, dickheads. Don't call them dickheads. Nah. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sanspants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favourite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.